every day. Every day, every day, every day, every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. for tuning into this virtual community where we're all going to journey together in learning, growing and discovering new facets of ourselves. This is Everyday Weird with myself Nikki Alonga. I'm so so grateful you're here and if this episode brings to you any laughter, any value or something to reflect on, feel free to share with your friends, with your family, with your crush, with your colleagues and let's grow together as a community. If you have any topics that you would like myself and the guests to cover in the future, please slide in the DMs on our Instagram page, Everyday Weird, and I will be sure to find the time and place to put it into the upcoming episodes. Now let's get into this episode. Hello, good humans. Um, thank you again for tuning into Everyday Weird with myself, Nikki. Um, I'm so glad you're here. Um, I genuinely do not take for granted the fact that you tune in every time. Um, and in 2021, obviously, I'm trying to build enough consistency. So no matter what, I know that you're going to get an episode every Wednesday. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, just a heads up, <laughs> I'm recording using my phone because of the lockdown. And obviously, I'm trusting that my brother is going to do some magic. But if you hear some cute animals, birds, dogs, cows, um, I'm also at my grandparents. So bear with me, basically, bear with me. Um, we are in the middle of grieving and a very close uncle that passed away last week. Um, so, you know, a little bit of the enthusiasm is not going to be the same. Um, you know, uh, grieving is a very, a very, very interesting uh, experience. This is my, uh, my grandparents gave birth to what? 11 children. One of them passed away a long time ago when I was still a child. So the 10 um, have been very closely knit uh, ever since I was a very, very young child. They've, they, they literally do everything together. They, most of them are married. I think 99% of them are married. We, they have children. We're very, like, it's a very close family. So in that family, I'm very grateful that we survived uh, the 1994 genocide against the Tutsis. We survived the war in the Congo with the Rwandans. We survived a bunch of stuff. So it feels like losing one of that like really close bubble is very hard in a way. It's like the beginning of actually losing people, you know. Um, we've lost, of course, people but outside of that circle, you know, very immediate people, of, uh, of course, but 
outside of that circle <laughs> that we created. So it's 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 very it's very new. Uh, it's a pain that that is 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 very interesting. Um, it inspired me to you know think about having a episode on grief eventually one time when I've processed enough of this. <laughs> Um, but it's 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 definitely something, and um, it really just shows me even more like the the strength of some of the people we we walk around with, you know. Um, and and I applaud I applaud every person that that chooses to to get up, you know, after after loss because it's tough. It's very tough. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I think we are at around 300 listeners now. That's amazing. And I think 80 followers on, on, on the only page that Everyday Weird has. Um, and um, very thankfully, we've also started to receive uh, topic requests. And I'm just very honored. I'm very honored that you guys are trusting me uh, with my expertise. <laughs> you know, I've been sounding super smart lately, um, thanks to my brother's editing skills. <laughs> um, so I've received a few uh, topic requests, I think about 10, 8, some topic re requests. Uh, but today specifically, I'm going to um, talk about a topic that was requested by um, Denise Umuhuza, who is a listener. Shout out to you and thank you so much for reaching out. Um, and it's really about becoming the person um, we want to become, yeah? Of course, in my grand um, old journey of life of 28 years, oh my God, I have so much knowledge and wisdom about this. So, you know, listen with a grain of salt. I'm going to talk about my personal experience and my hope again is that it helps a few people, yeah? A few of you, um, if you want to practice some of the things that we are all practicing, I think as, um, as the youth of Rwanda, there's a, there's a growth um, that is, is, is we're investing in be becoming better people, we're investing in, in getting to know ourselves in a deeper way. So if some of the things I mention uh, are helpful to you, of course, practice them, you know. And if there's something that I didn't mention, please let me know, slide in the DMs. Honestly, it's, it's such a, an amazing thing to have conversations with you guys. So yeah, uh, let me go ahead and start on what I've been doing to becoming a version of the Nikki I want. Uh, and also some of the nuggets I've gotten off of, off of the world and being alive and social media and all that, yeah? Well, the most recent learning I've had is that, well, it's not necessarily recent. It's just sitting down with realizing that my body and my mind and my soul, my spirit is the person that I will spend the most time with, yet is the person that I want to get to know less, yeah? Uh, I was raised in a culture or a family that has been very outward, yeah? Uh, we love um, 
outward validation, outward affirmation, you know. Abandi se baravugiki, abandi se baratekerezeki, korera abandi, kwitanga, ku you know you're always doing things for other people. Even when we get to a point of dating, yeah, you 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 learn how to either seduce other people, how to attract the attention of other people, how to learn about other people, how to be creative at expressing love to other people, even in friendships. You know, you it's really always about other people. Hey, I I know that this person's favorite color is this or when you do this they act like this or this and that. Um but then it's very rare that we look inward. At least for me, um I think for a long time I I I even kind of was afraid to look within to see what I would find, you know, to see what kind of relationship or friendship I can create with myself. Do I actually genuinely have my own back yeah and realizing this body like there's no running away from this body there's no running away from this mind so i might as well try my best to embrace it um it's really hard <laughs> it's really hard um but i'm on a journey to say i really want to love the the person i am i really want to love the the body i have because you ain't getting anything else and obviously at every stage of your life because i think i'm not alone people realize you know you start getting stretch marks you start changing gaining weight losing weight depending on where you are in life you, your body changes and you got to learn your body you got to just embrace it and thank it be kind to it so this is going to sound woo woo but uh <laughs> i i have a way that i talk to myself i talk to myself a lot my sister um thinks this is the weirdest thing that has ever happened on earth i talk to myself out loud and often because i need to <laughs> and because i am my own friend but one of the things that i ha- have done is to name the voices in my head yeah not to make it sound very weird but um i'm trying to find a language to explain how the voices in my head are different have you ever had an argument in your head by yourself and it's like three people legit talking and they all have different opinions and you're like which one of those three people talking in my head is me <laughs> um so i decided to name all those different people <laughs> because and 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 it made me closer to what i would call the voice of reason there's always that voice that makes the most sense when you're arguing with yourself um and one of the practices that i've done in 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 recently uh, especially in 2020 has been to be curious to really tune into that voice because when i'm having arguments with myself before i used to just you know distract myself run off on social media um just don't think don't spend too much time in your mind but one of the things that i've learned um is to spend quite a bit of time in my mind and see why do i react the way that i react why do i why do i even fear those voices in my mind you know some people um call some of the voices oba the holy spirit or you know the higher self or whatever it is 
Um, but for me, I think it's just a calmer version of me, you know, a calmer version of, of what I want to become. And the more I learn to listen to that voice, the more I, I react wisely, the more I, um, I discover myself because in my mind, personally, what I noticed is I have the voice of trauma. So this is me naming these things for you guys, the voice of trauma. So in a case where someone has hurt my feelings, uh, let's say they are, they lied, you know, I, I, I hate hate lies. So let me use that example. They lied to me and I catch them. So of course that pops a few voices in my head. The voice of trauma is, it goes in its own direction. Oh my God, does this person even value me as a human being? Does this person, this is mostly um, a voice of the rejections I have experienced in my childhood. Yeah. In my childhood, actually, I was bullied a lot. Um, I was bullied a lot. I even talked about it in my past podcast with Aline, which was called Breaking Silences. The bullying made me um, fear rejection so much to such a core, but also fear not have a very high esteem of myself. So every time someone kind of hurts my feelings... That child that was, you know, Nikki a few years ago, like 15, 16 years ago, 10, 20 years ago. Wow. Old people. 20 years ago, you know, that child wakes up because they want to fight something. They have a fear that has never been soothed. Um, so they wake up. Oh, my gosh. That's the voice of trauma. Then I have the voice of ego. I, bruh, that voice, <laughs> that voice. So that's my, my voice of pride. That's where the voice of revenge comes in, you know. It's like, ah, not her thinking that she can lie to me, you know. Like I start going into defensive mode. I start going into a, a, a few modes, right. Silence, silencing mode or whatever it is. That's the voice of ego, that's what I, I am calling it, at least for the sake of this podcast. Um, the third voice is the voice of reason. You know, my favorite voice. The voice that says, you know what, maybe this person had a problem and they didn't know how to communicate with you. The voice that says, okay, what do you want to do about this? You know, and one of the things I'm very grateful for is the ability to recognize these different voices, these three voices, because they all sound, they, are, they always sound the same consistently in my mind. What I'm working on now is to listen to the voice of reason more than I listen to the voice of trauma and more than I listen to the voice of ego. I'm not saying that those other voices don't have a value because they have they are with me for a reason. They have grown in my head and developed in my head for all these years for a reason and they have saved me from several different um circumstances. But it's time for me and I am aware to like walk away from them and get to a better place, which the better place is the voice of reason. Uh, the voice that is calmer, the voice that is more secure in who I am and in my value, a voice that just says, hey, 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 look at this deeper. Calm down, take a few deep breaths, 
and look at this deeper. Because huh? the voice of trauma is just yelling, oh honey, like, run, cut them, <laughs> take a knife, do whatever you need to do, but like, no, you know? The voice of, of ego is always self-protective, self-defense. You know, I'm not trying to listen to your version of the story. I'm listening to my version of the story. Um, and I'm going to use whatever it is, even if I need to lie, to protect that, you know, to protect my version of the story. So the voice of reason is a safer voice. And... Um, it's my voice. It's my voice. I think I used to call it the Holy Spirit. I used to call it uh, some other things. But when I realized personally, this is a voice of a version of me that I want to become, then it was easier for me to like start listening to that voice and, and calm down. Because I, I love that I'm able to recognize it better, even in good circumstances. Because that is a voice that is very empathetic, a voice that is very strong and grounded and reflective. So yeah, that's something, you know, spend time in your mind, spend time in your, in your spirit, in your soul, to discover the crux of who you are. Why? Uh, what, what feeds the voice of your trauma? What feeds it? What feeds it? it? What triggers it? What wakes it up? What wakes up the voice of your ego? You know, the more you know about those things, the more, the happier, first of all, you will become. And secondly, the, the more grounded you will become in walking towards the voice of reason. Uh, whatever you call it, whatever makes you uh, access it faster, use that, use that name. You know, Vernatura is not uh, the problem here. The second thing I think I, I have been doing is, um, by the way, excuse, excuse the, the shortness of breath. <laughs> I realize I, um, I'm very out of breath. Um, again, we are in a very tough time as a family. Um, I'm just trying to push through this and, and, and give you some content and be consistent. Like this is for me, for my discipline, because I know if I don't record today, I will not be disciplined so I decided you know I need to do it I need to find a room uh, lock myself in and, and record this um, so anyway the second thing is look at how you talk to yourself so basically look at yourself in in third person let's say I, I'll call myself Denise since she's the one who gave me this topic anyway um, the way I talk about Denise the way I talk to Denise, though, if you put yourself in a separate name, a separate body, do you like the way you talk about that person? Do you like the way you talk to that person? Um, because a lot of times we think that being harsh with ourselves is being um, pragmatic, is being, um, you know, tough love to ourselves. So the, our inner voices have been so negative that we don't even know where to start being positive towards ourselves. You're very, we're very critical of ourselves and we're very pessimistic towards ourselves that it sounds like some bullshit when somebody says, oh, self-love. Self-love on social media was so hard for me to embrace because I was like, what are, what are they drinking? Because what is this you know and I felt like I didn't even deserve it 
But then I started tracking back, like how do I talk to myself and how do I change the way I talk to myself? How do I have my own back? You know, in a situation of hardship, um, how do I talk to myself, you know? Hey, you know, why cheat it away? Even basic things, the way I've been handling them, why cheat it away? You know, but it happened, you know, try your best to not do this next time. Um soothing myself soothing my my childhood trauma as well i will bring a guest to talk about childhood trauma but some of the things i do uh there was a post on social media recently that was like if somebody if you are as an adult are unable to defend people in public is because as a child you were very reprimanded in public you were punished publicly a lot so you grow up to become somebody who doesn't defend people in public if you as a grown up today are a person who's very jealous it's because you were compared to other people a lot as a child um so those things like understanding the way we react to things it, it, by the way when you go to the crux of things and to the root of things you realize you're not a bad person at all you you really aren't it's just these different wounds that you just need to look at and start healing them you know if you're very bitter or if you're very envious that means there was a lack as a child that you didn't have that um today's time it's a good time to start giving yourself that because you are building you want to build a future that is more comfortable in your body in your mind in your spirit yeah for me i realized i was a very fearful i am a very fearful adult which means i i i hoard a lot like i try to keep things a lot you know storage <laughs> inventory but that's because as a child we never had very much or even the things we had we had to share with a lot of people or they would disappear or whatever it was and i still need to dig there so when i find myself being um either you know bitter or being um being um jealous being envious i don't just be negative about it like what are you doing being envious well i don't try to cut it off i'm like okay why nikki why are you being jealous what happened you know to, you know like to soothe that child in inside of me that that is reacting that voice of trauma that 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 child that is reacting that is saying something is about to miss something is about to miss So you talk to that because I think in our culture a lot of things we are taught to be quick just move you know jaranji komeza ihanga nejenda it's it's a quick it's a very slow culture outwardly but in the mind they don't let you we don't have a culture that lets us sit in our minds I don't understand why we're not so in our in our minds because that would have been more beneficial than being slow kumurenje you know to get a document that that one you can do it faster but We are very quick in our minds and very slow on the outside. I wonder if that's connected because um we are never taught to sit in our minds and say esiniki why are you like that? What in a, not in a way that is shutting yourself down. In a way that's that's genuinely curious to want to know why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling? Yeah? A friend of mine um we were talking recently <laughs> she's going to know and she's going to kill me but 
we were talking recently and we were like, oh my God, every time we see, let's say, a wedding photo or an engagement photo, like you feel something in your heart, like, is there something weird with me, you know, or something that's amiss, you know, I mean, we're talking, um, wondering and, you know, probably not very sober. Uh, but the point is, in such a situation as, a, as, an, as an example, we kind of want to move on and be like, ah, or whatever it is that we excuse it, whatever it is, we, we, we are so quick to shutting down those voices, but it doesn't make them go away. So what, one thing I started to do is, Nikki, okay, why are you feeling this type of way? And then it could be the answer is, um, I feel like I'm getting older, what's going on, okay? Okay, being older, what, what does that, you know, what does that do for you? Ah, uh, well, it makes me feel like, you know, younger people are more lucky or more prone to get to good things, be it in career, whatever it is. Okay, so what do you want to do about it? So I genuinely sit myself down and not chase away an emotion because I want to be a friend to me. Because I know for a fact that with my friend, I am able to ask those questions. But with myself, I'm like, ah, no, sit down with yourself, you know, be a good friend to yourself. Take yourself on a date and say, hey, you know, you know, sometimes you wish like, oh, I wish I had a friend who notices I had a bad day at work and, you know, maybe sends me like some coffee, whatever it is. We have those wishes. But why don't you be that friend to yourself and be like, OK, Nikki, you had a hard day at work. They can go you know, or you, you do something that's soothing. Yeah? So being a good, good friend to yourself, talking to yourself with kindness, with curiosity, with, with just empathy, you know, compassion, you know? And being, you are your own best friend. If you act like you're an enemy to your own self, you really won't get far. You really won't get far in, 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 in friendships because somehow that voice of trauma will really always be loud. That voice of ego will be loud, yeah? Um, so I think I covered the third point, which is to be curious about your emotions, to be curious about your value, yeah? Um, we know so well what we're not good at because we were taught, even culturally, you know, some people don't even know if I asked them what is your favorite part of your own body, they would probably, most probably be more comfortable saying what other people have complimented them on rather than what they genuinely liked about themselves you know we are so good at if someone said okay tell me one thing you don't like about yourself oh the list is long quick like do you have registre but if you say okay write five things you like about yourself you won't even know you know and that's one thing we want to encourage in this year what do you like about yourself? Be it physically, but mostly also inwardly. What do you like about yourself? What do you value about yourself? I, um, 
I like Shadibu a lot <laughs> uh, because um, somewhere, somehow, she found what she is good at and what um, I obviously don't know her. I follow her on social media as probably most of you and just see things, you know, we're all external observers here. Um, except for the few lucky friends that get to be actually close and listen to her mind. But she she is comfortable with her body. She has agency over her, her own body. She says, okay, I like my body. I'm going to flaunt it. I'm going val- uh, to value it in my way. Of course, um, it can be interpreted in different ways. But what I see is somebody who says, okay, I like my butt. I'm going to, you know, decorate it. I like my breast. I'm going to decorate them. I like my eyes. I'm going to de- decorate them. Um, but then in our culture, we stifle that. We don't want, especially women and men, actually, to, to value themselves in that way, to decorate themselves, to... To, to flaunt themselves. We want to, we hide behind this word. It's called humility. To, to be bland, to be, to be boring almost, because that's humility. You know, if you, if you wear too much makeup, you lack humility. If you, if you just know which part of your body is cute, you lack humility. You know, it, it, it's a very interesting perspective of self that we encourage um we don't like women or men who who are kind of certain we want uh people who hide we want people who 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 undervalue um themselves rather than people who overvalue themselves when somebody who who values themselves in a healthy way you know talks we 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 get very scared I I still do. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, and then we get people who overvalue themselves, which is a quality that I'm trying to learn because that's how people are out here charging and securing a bag because they know how to value themselves. They're like, you know what? If I'm going to speak for two hours at your event, I need $2,000 for me to sit Training our minds to even believe that about ourselves is so hard because we believe that we deserve the least. We approach the day, we approach life as if we deserve the least. Um, we can dream, we wish to have more, we want to, we, we hope to have more, but we act like we deserve the least. And that is something that I want to change about myself. Oh my gosh, may all the gods listen to this because... Hmm? you know I would like to go to Bali I would like to go to, to I don't even know Mombasa to Diani eh? like for free you know like we we don't like, we don't love ourselves. And that's kind of heartbreaking because it's the only body we get. And we, we are very repulsed by people who love themselves, people who are confident in what they bring to the table in life, you know, because we don't know how to place them. We don't know how to act around them. Um, so if we're more comfortable in who we are and, and our differences, our beauties, 
we will be more comfortable receiving different people. We will be more comfortable. We will be less judgmental because we are genuinely as well practicing the things we love about ourselves, the things that make us genuinely happy. We are a culture of sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. Even the way we talk, eh, hariko kujirangu kano gashati nhaguhe wa mukobgawe. Uskona jiemu mujimu mbura, nanyajirgwa motika ngongi, nzoka zikanduma, ingona zikanja, manayanji, imisati baka ipfura, kuyangomboni ishati. We have trained ourselves to make everything look so hard that we have gone so far away from happiness. Hmm? You know, like, why are we like this? Legit. Why can't we just say, Nazamutse, I really think you deserve this. And you know what? I like you. Like, here you go. No, it all has to sound like you, you are coming from Tanzania by foot. So, um, I don't know. We, 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 we should really, really, really learn who we are and value the, the, the beauty of who we are and, and, and the fact that we even deserve good things, things that are good and that come without suffering, you know. We, we, I, I think I, I, say, I say this a lot in my life and even in the past podcast, the way we worship suffering so much in Rwanda, even in the small ways, you know. But today is a more... Uh, where you know we we're working a lot in this funeral, and I'm realizing that every time I sit down, I feel guilty. I feel super guilty, so I I need to act like I am pretending to be working hard and and to help and to because we were raised in a culture where if you're not suffering, you're lazy. If you're not if you're not sweating, you're 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 just not even a good person. So we implement that in every in every way. Everything has to sound so hard, which is why we accept hard love as well. We accept hard relationships. We accept abuse because it sh- we have trained our minds to believe that things should not be easy. Good Things that are easy are bad, you know, um, and that's not loving to ourselves. So moving on to point number four. One thing I'm doing um, with point number four is developing rituals and habits. Rituals is basically setting a time aside every single day to do a certain thing. Yeah, it can be sports, it can be yoga, it can be whatever it is. I call it a ritual. Uh, It's not uh, sacrificing my uh, mother's uh, hair to the gods of, of, of the sea, please. Please, <laughs> I beg. So um, develop rituals and habits that nurture your alone time, that facilitate you to nurture your mind, to create that friendship with yourself. Some of the things that I've been practicing for, for a while now have been meditation, um, breathing exercises, and journaling, and playing guitar, and just talking to myself out loud with no shame. Listen, guy, I don't know how to say this, but the more you talk to yourself out loud by yourself, the happier (laughs) you will be. I I don't know how to explain it. Like I sit in the shower and I'm like, hmm, 
ubwo se ubaruzi ko uri mu biki buriya hariya eh eh kare akantu nari nako ah nago nakabonye enone se ko jitakabonye buriya se juza gakora eh okay hm ubuse nkeneye kuvugisha ndi eh kubera cyo sicaka ko muvugisha ariko waraza legit like i have full blown conversations with myself by myself and what it has what it has helped me to do is really just set like how am i feeling in the moment and how do i want to move forward so i connect every time i shower it's my is is really my time because people be thinking i'm on the phone so i play music and then i just start thinking whatever i'm trying to process i process it you know especially confusing emotions you know like let's say a fight you know you're like okay what's the quality why did she talk to me like that ah okay did i say something wrong should i have responded different no nikki you know what you stood by your truth you did this so i prep myself and i just just say it or even more recently i was like hmm yeah that's a cute guy right there <laughs> and then i'm like okay do you actually feel something for this person or you're just feeling insecure or you're just feeling like competition mode is on you want to to see where this is going to go you know or i ask myself what do you feel like you actually like about this person you know and i break it down what do you like you haven't talked to this person for more than an hour how can you possibly like this person ah you know what you're right maybe that's because he's just cute ah that was a good haircut that he had and his shoes were nice ah that's it that's it so you know you calm down the escalation like i just instead of escalating and be like oh my god jardin d'espagne my god to begging me to be no you just realize oh that's this is how i feel it's not as big as i thought it was when i was when i was in the moment so talking to myself is something that i genuinely love so much um um i sit in silence a lot um just in pure silence i um for the first 10 minutes of the day I put on like just classic classic music, classical music, whatever it is, instrumentals of songs that I like and I sit in silence. That has really helped me calm down and start the day with a calmer mind. So, I don't know, develop things you like, it could be playing music, but you know, stuff that you're going to do alone. In Rwanda, when you were growing up, you was like, "Ego komana, did you see that lady who was eating in a restaurant alone? What the heck did she think she is?" You know, we hate being alone so much that we don't even know what to do with ourselves and we run away from ourselves. So let's correct that. Now, uh, you could just decide I'm going to have lunch by myself for a month and just think about my life. You can decide I'm going to go on a solo trip. Uh, you know, good luck with that on the lockdown. But you know, decide things that you legit even if you're married and have kids like take the kids somewhere or wake up 1 hour early whatever it is that but invest in your alone time even if you know what we love and what we believe is urgent and important we find time for. And another thing of course is a uh, therapy people mm? going to therapy is amazing. Please invest in that. Um number 5 is um all connected is uh the harder conversations you have about yourself the more um your perception of yourself will will be accurate yeah i will say that again 
the harder conversations you have with yourself, the more your perception of self will be accurate. So for those who are just starting out with this spending time alone and whatever, there's a lot of question prompts. You can Google and say, what question can I ask myself today? And then take the question. The question could be, you know, you recently lost a parent, your mom. How did you, how do you genuinely feel about that? Take a pen, take a diary, you know, journal, write a full page about how you feel about that. Or, you know, you just recently went, gone through a promotion. How do you genuinely feel about that? You can say, you know, I feel nervous. Am I underqualified? I feel excited. Why do you feel excited? Just keep it going, stretch it out. Don't just stop at, ah, I feel excited or I feel happy. Murgwanda, we don't even have the vocabulary. A therapist um, that I that is my friend, her name is Kelly Johnson Gahaya, was talking about how in, in Rwanda we don't have vocabulary for emotions. Really? What what does a mezenavi? You know, what is we don't have words for things like frustration, nervous, anxious, uh, or maybe we just don't know. What what are you genuinely feeling about something? It, you know, you're, you're, you're feeling underqualified, you're feeling overqualified, you're feeling ripped off. Like, literally, go into your mind and discover. Have these hard conversations about yourself. What is an insecurity you have that um, you want to work on for the next month? You know, like, the more time, it can, you can start with once a week and move to every day or whatever it is that is is possible for you but decide to set aside time where you're talking with yourself our alone time in Rwanda has been is never alone time it's usually we're talking to God so we're really talking to somebody else we're 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 not processing things alone so as much as I highly encourage you to talk to the the God that you pray to um, different religions of course that are listening here but also set aside time for you and yourself, for you and, and you alone, and, and see where that takes you, you know? Learn yourself, learn yourself. You are literally your own best friend. Imagine if you knew, like, you have your own back for real, for real. Not you, you will beat yourself up, no, but you will. You know, if you take every single person out of this world, you will always find happiness, you know, because every time you make your happiness depend on something else or someone else, you will always lose. You will always lose for sure, for sure. But if you make your happiness and your joy, your contentment, your peace depend on you, even if this corona takes away everybody and you're the sole survivor, you will grieve, of course, but you will find that road back to yourself because you have trained to love your own company. You have trained to love who you are. No phone, no television, no distraction for a month in the middle of the forest. Would you actually enjoy that time with your mind, with yourself? So let's start training ourselves to be people who love ourselves and who um, are, are nurturing a friendship with ourselves and just be healthier people. Like I hope this podcast becomes a space where we have tips uh, and tricks to, to be healthier people, to be happier people, yeah? Homework, homework, homework. Um, I don't know, take a piece of paper and, and just write. Take time away from people, away from 
from the world really. Go to your room, go to a place that you love in your house, sit down and write something that you love about yourself. Fill out that page. If you have enough content, go say you're on the right track. And also if you don't have enough for a page, just give yourself some time and uh, keep practicing until you do because you really are your own best, your first best friend, your first love is you. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Um, excuse the voice, excuse, uh, bear with us. Um, keep your, keep all the good vibes and um, and prayers towards our family because we need all the all the goodness and all the love that we can get in these times. And thank you for listening. Feel free to share, like, follow my page, and just hype me up. Um, take care. Big hugs to everybody. A special thanks to Origami for recording this episode and also for creating this jingle. If you like this episode, feel free to follow us on Instagram at everydayweird. And also don't forget to like this episode and share with all your friends. Thank you.